Good day, good people. Welcome to another episode of Study, Teach, Fly. Today's episode, we are going to focus solely on travel documents. There are many people out there who are just starting to travel um, or maybe because of the new changes, they're not uh, really sure what type of document they need for what type of trip. So I thought we would um, kind of review that. For those of you who travel often, this may not be of use to you. Um, but for those who are not aware of some of the changes that have taken place, um, this might just be a quick review to make sure that you're good to go. So we'll start off talking about the different types of um identification and what you can use those types of ID for. So basic identification is a driver's license, of course. However, if you have been keeping up with the news, you'll, you are aware that uh, some new requirements uh, have taken hold to the effect of the real ID. So the real ID uh, is a newly required document um, if you plan to try to travel and fly domestically. So um, a domestic flight is considered any flight within the 50 states uh, or the territories. So if you're going to fly from New York to Georgia or from California to uh, Maryland, uh, or you're going to fly from Nebraska to Hawaii or from Maine to Puerto Rico, you need a real ID, okay? Keep in mind that Puerto Rico is a U.S. territory. So places like Puerto Rico or the U.S. Virgin Islands, you do not need a passport to. Those are considered domestic flights because they are within the U.S. borders. But you do need a real ID. Uh, I know for the state of Virginia, and I believe everywhere else in the country, starting October 1st of 2020, if you do not have a real ID, you will not be able to board a flight, even if it is not international. This is domestic flights that we're talking about. Um, inside the U.S. border, you will not be able to fly. So in order to get a real ID, just a brief overview. I am fresh on this because I just did this a couple of weeks ago. What I took with me to get my real ID, I took my birth certificate. I took my social security card. I took two forms uh, that proved my address, which were two utility bills that were you know, recent enough in the last month or two. Um, I also took a copy of um, uh, something else I took. Let's see. I took uh, maybe that was it. My proof of uh, address, proof of citizenship. I think that was it. Of course, I had my current ID with me to show that, you know, I had that valid identification um, and then you'll be good to go. So if your ID has expired, you cannot use that as proof of ID. It might be a little bit more challenging, but as long as you have a valid driver's license and you've got proof of um, residency, proof of citizenship, and those sorts of things, you can get your ID. Um, I already have my ID uh, now, so it took me less than a week for it to come in the mail. So that was pretty simple, and I'm good to go now for domestic flights. The other thing that you will need the real ID for is if you are taking a cruise. Now, please understand, in order to get on a cruise ship that's leaving from the United States or one of its territories, you just need a real ID and proof of citizenship. 
okay? You need a real ID and a birth certificate, okay? Starting October 1st, 2020, a regular ID is no longer going to be enough to take a cruise. Now, most people will tell you you need a passport. We've not gotten into talking about passports, but you do not need a passport to take a cruise. You can board a cruise ship with your real ID and proof of citizenship, which is a birth certificate. The only reason that folks uh, will tell you that you need a passport is if there is an emergency. If you are on a cruise and you need to suddenly leave from Jamaica because you have an emergency at home or you are t- you have taken ill, you will not be able to fly home from Jamaica. Okay, that's an example. But if you have a perfect trip and you don't need to fly anywhere, you are good to go with your real ID and birth certificate. Okay. The second form of travel documentation is the passport. The passport is absolutely required if you are going to take any type of international trip. If you are flying from the United States Uh, within the borders of the United States or territory, and you're going to Paris, France, or you are going to uh, Spain, or you're going to Australia, you need a passport. This is the highest level of uh, international travel clearance that you can have is a passport. Costs less than $200. You do have to show proof of citizenship and who you are. So usually a birth certificate and a social, social security card Uh, Those original documents need to be shown to someone who is an official um, to issue you that passport. You have to get a picture taken. Uh, Usually you can go to to Costco's or you can go to Walgreens or CVS or any type of drugstore and get your passport picture taken. Usually they will give you two copies for $10 and you will attach uh, one of those pictures to your application. Um, The application paperwork you can get online or you can go to the post office and get the application or you can go down to your local city hall or courthouse and get the application. Okay, that's passport. Okay, or if you want extra coverage on your cruise in case you do have to fly home in an emergency, then you want to travel with a passport. You don't have to for a cruise, you do have to for international flight. Okay, so we've covered the um, real ID and the passport. Um, if you just have a regular ID and you don't plan on flying anywhere, and you're doing your driving all, you know, for all your travel, you can do that with a regular ID. You don't have to upgrade to the real ID. Um, You can do that for regular ID. But I will tell you the real ID will also be required to get into some government buildings and federal um, uh, agencies and those types of things starting to require the real ID. So it really is in your best interest to get the real ID. The minute that you think, hey, I don't need this travel document, I don't need this real ID, that's the minute that you're going to need to book a flight somewhere unexpectedly. And you don't want to have that delay. So I advise everyone to get that. So that's a wrap for now. Just a real quick rundown of some of the travel documents that you need and what types of situations you may need them in. Um, Stay tuned for our next episode of Study Teach Fly. Thank you for tuning in and have a wonderful day.